in the world of freedom. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Ich bin ein Berliner. This is Radio Goethe Magazine with Arndt Peltner. News and information from the heart of Europe. Hello and welcome to Radio Goethe Magazine. I'm Arndt Pelton. In today's program we have an interview with Reinhard Bütikofer, one of the leading politicians of the German Green Party, and a new edition of Sounds of Germany. So stay tuned. But first, the news. Radio Goethe Magazine. The News with Nina Paula. Dresden. In terms of secondary education, the German state of Saxony has knocked Bavaria off the top spot. Experts say the results of the latest PISA study are not that surprising. A recent survey deemed Dresden the ninth most dynamic city in the country. The latest PISA assessment polled 57,000 15-year-olds in 1,500 schools across the country. In an international context, Germany's results are mid-range. It still lags far behind the top performers in Korea and Finland. Berlin. A law expanding the spying abilities of Germany's federal police has been criticized by police unions. They say the proposed law is open to abuse. Among the most contentious points in the bill are those addressing the expansion of surreptitious online search capabilities and an increase in the BKR's powers to access information from the computers, telephone conversations and home of suspected terrorists. If the new anti-terrorism bill is approved by the Bundesrat, the upper house of parliament, it could go into effect in early 2009. Berlin. The German conservative interior minister Wolfgang Schäuble thinks that it's only a question of time before a citizen of Turkish origin becomes German chancellor. His comments come less than a week after Germany's Green Party elected Cem Özdemir, the son of Turkish immigrants, as one of its co-leaders. His election is seen by some as a major turning point for the country. Although Turks represent a strong minority in Germany, large portions of their populations are marginalized from mainstream German society. München. The New York-based star architect Daniel Liebeskind will probably design a synagogue for a liberal Jewish congregation in Munich. The site has not yet been determined, but a board member of the Friends of Beth Shalom said he hoped it would be built on Westenriederstraße, where Munich's first synagogue was built in 1850. Liebeskind is expected to present his design next spring in Munich. He designed the Jewish Museum in Berlin and is the master plan architect for the World Trade Center redesign. Frankfurt Oder Russia has returned six medieval stained glass window panes looted by the Soviet Red Army in 1945 to a church in Frankfurt an der Oder. The 700-year-old windows were thought vanished or destroyed until 2005, when they were discovered by a Russian art historian at a cloister outside Moscow. Disputes over art during and after the war continued to overshadow German-Russian relations since the fall of the Berlin Wall in 1989. The return of the panels is seen as a milestone in a process that began already 50 years ago.
Reinhard Bütikofer headed the German Green Party for quite some time. He became a member in the early days of the party in 1982. Bütikofer was always a realo, someone who fought for a, how he puts it, a realistic ecological course of the center-left. Currently he is in the United States and I talked to him by phone before the show about the expectations of Europeans and the German Green Party for the incoming President Barack Obama. First I wanted to know if he, as a strong opponent to the policies of the current White House administration feels relief that the era of President Bush comes to an end. Well, I don't think that uh, anybody would be surprised in hearing from Europeans that we are relieved. Uh, President Bush has done so much damage to the transatlantic relationship that probably any new president would have been a huge advance. Now, I happen to believe that President-elect Obama will be able to do a lot to repair those relations. As someone who has observed American policies in recent years, how do you explain to Europeans what is going on over here regarding environmental issues? There's, there's clearly a, uh, a huge gap between what's been going on on the state level over the last couple of years and what um, has not been going on on the federal level. If uh, you take uh, climate policy as an example, uh, roughly uh, half of the states have uh, decided upon their own active climate policy, whereas the present administration has not only dragged its feet, but also blocked a lot of international uh, negotiations uh, over that topic. And... um, Uh, I don't think it would be correct from a European uh, perspective to say that nothing has changed or nothing has moved ahead in the United States. However, um, having had such a uh, um, lazy or or blocking um, national administration, uh, I think um, it was extremely difficult to find common ground, and I, I, I do hope that um, the, the new administration will be um, helpful in, in devising a more comprehensive approach on these issues and, and um, coordinating efforts with the Europeans. I, I um, strongly feel that there is a huge need for transatlantic leadership on these issues. And uh, as far as I know, some of the advisors uh, from the uh, Obama camp that have have worked on these issues, there seems to be a a good amount of willingness to move forward. So I think the prospect um, for better cooperation and the prospect for moving the international negotiations forward one year ahead of um, Copenhagen have improved clearly. What do you expect from the incoming president, Barack Obama? Well, clearly, first of all, he has to to get all his people in place. I mean, the appointments will eat up some of the time of uh, 2009. And uh, on the other hand, he has to accommodate Congress, too. And um, there are discussions in the House as well as in the Senate right now 
that are clearly not as ambitious as Europeans probably would hope the U.S. is going to be in the future. So uh, he has to to walk um, a, a, a tight rope, probably. He has to, to get his legislators uh, involved, and he, at the same time he has to to make uh, the world understand that this uh, future administration is, is really going to get positive on these issues. I'm not sure he's going to be able to move fast enough for Copenhagen to really produce the needed results. But, um, of course, uh, we're willing to, to extend a hand and to, to show to the next U.S. administration and to the U.S. public that we're willing to cooperate. As someone who has been living over here for more than 12 years and by watching the campaign closely, I have to say the ideas of Barack Obama are not that radical. How do you see that? Well, look, the, the German policies um, have come a long way. Uh, for instance, uh, we have, as Greens, we have advocated Uh, that uh, Germany should reduce its CO2 emissions by 40% vis-a-vis the 1990 level by 2020. Uh, and the major parties in our country have been extremely reluctant for some time to adopt that goal. Now, uh, as a matter of fact, last year, in spring of last year, um, the, the national government um, officially accepted that goal, but if you go to the practice and um, if you if you uh, sift through the legislation that has been offered since, it's clear that um, the, the efforts are going to fall short of that goal. So um, even in our case, I think it's, it's extremely hard to uh, realize real progress against uh, sometimes extremely stiff opposition from um, parts of the business community or parts of the trade union movement. And uh, so I, I, I don't see a point in, in uh, looking down on the efforts that are being made over here in the United States. I think uh, it's much better to, to look for common ground and to look how we can advance much more by cooperating. You mentioned education. In Germany, this process happened already in the 80s. Here, just thinking about the recent campaign, people are talking about high oil prices and the solution is to tap the oil reserves in Alaska instead of talking about new traffic solutions. Don't you get frustrated by this? Well, um, I, I, do not, I do not think that we have been as successful with the uh, mobility sector in Germany as we have with the power generating sector. Uh, clearly, the CO2 emissions uh, from uh, the mobility sector have risen over the years, and um, all our efforts to uh, increase energy efficiency in that sector and to induce major German automobile manufacturers to um, 
refine their their business models and to change their strategies in order to become more energy efficient have not been extremely successful. Uh, so I think both sides uh, probably need a strong impact by um, overall uh, an overall rise of energy prices to realize that we're in we have in fact been moving uh, into a dead end and 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 as as Detroit is under extremely hard economic strain strain right now and as German automobile manufacturers are also um, experiencing uh, very low um, uh, turnover and, and, and are laying off workers or prolonging vacations to, uh, to cope with that situation on the market. I think both sides uh, basically are facing a need to... Um, define a new a new environmentally innovative strategy now some companies are better than others but uh, for the better part of last year basically the German automobile industry has lobbied extremely hard within the EU to postpone energy efficiency measures on the European level and I think this is not uh, to the best of the industry itself so again, I would uh, I would sum up by arguing that we can can learn from each other's mistakes and we can pull together to get better. I'm talking to Reinhard Bütikofer of the German Green Party. Mr. Bütikofer, the Green Party is very much rooted in the peace movement. Barack Obama will be a war president as well. Do you think he has a chance to solve the problems he faces in Iraq and Afghanistan? Well. I see movement with regard to Iraq. The Iraqi government has just put forward a plan that would, if adopted, basically uh, complete a uh, withdrawal of U.S. forces by 2011, if I'm not mistaken. And I think the president is going. President Obama, once in office, is going to move in that direction. I don't know how rapidly, but uh, I think he's going to fulfill uh, his promises of a withdrawal there. With regard to Afghanistan, uh, he obviously has um, opted for um, um, a review of the strategy that has been pursued in that country. And I think that we do, in fact, need a change of basic strategy because the strategy that's been pursued by the U.S. and by NATO over the last couple of years has not proven to be too successful. In fact, we've had major setbacks over the last two or three years. And not only is this uh, effort becoming less and less popular in our own countries, but it's also becoming less and less popular with the Afghan people, which, of course, would... Uh, um, would not be sustainable if we can't turn that situation around. So I basically believe that what we need would be a new strategy that puts much more focus on uh, civilian effort, puts much more focus on uh, training a, a good police force, on uh, creating a judiciary that uh, the people can rely on, 
creating infrastructure and uh, fighting a, a much better and effective anti-narcotics uh, effort, not by doing aerial sprayings or things like that, but by by cooperating with the with the farmers to to find other um, other sources of livelihood. So I think there's a whole range of idea of ideas, including. Uh, trying to cooperate with uh, what could be called moderate Taliban and and finding political solutions and and not trying to build a centralized state in Afghanistan which the country has never known. So I think there there could be a new uh, strategy that could still be successful there, uh, but uh, it definitely would need a major overhaul of the way that the effort has been conducted over the last couple of years. There are several major problems these days, the economy, international terrorism and environmental issues, like global warming. What do you see as the most urgent to solve? Well, if the economy goes down, you can build it up again. If you um, find yourself uh, in a situation of uh, being threatened by terrorists, you can do something about it. If if you're in a war, you can end it. But you, if you have destroyed the world's climate, if if climate change gets out of out of hand, if it if it just crosses a certain line of no return, then there's no undoing that. So from that point of view, uh, it's the more categorical, more categorical of all those crises. But as a as a practical matter, I don't think we can separate these and and say that we tackle one and leave the others waiting. So we have to find an approach by which we we uh, get at more than one of these crises at the same time. And I do believe that uh, there could be an effort that combines measures that counter the financial crisis, which is about to spill over into the real economy and and also uh, helps with climate change. And we've been discussing uh, proposals in that direction under the heading of a Green New Deal. And I, I have seen uh, some discussions over here in the United States that going in the same direction. So I think that could be a common effort, too. Wir wollen leben, 
Wir wollen lieben. Wir wollen lieben. Wir wollen lieben. Of Germany. Hello and welcome to this new edition of Sounds of Germany. For today's podcast I've chosen a diverse music mix from the German music scene, Peter Fox, Butch, Klee and Rammstein. So stay tuned. Hier bin ich geboren und laufe durch die Straßen. Kenn die Gesichter jedes Haus und jeden Laden. Ich muss mal weg, kenn jede Taube hier bei Namen. Daumen raus, ich warte auf eine schicke Frau mit schnellem Wagen. Die Sonne blendet, alles fliegt vorbei. Und die Welt hinter mir wird langsam klein. Doch die Welt vor mir ist für mich gemacht. Ich weiß, sie wartet und ich hol sie ab. Ich hab den Tag auf meiner Seite, ich hab Rückenwind. Ein Frauenchor am Straßenrand, der für mich singt. Ich lehne mich zurück und guck ins tiefe Blau. Schließ die Augen und lauf einfach geradeaus. 
Peter Fox is one of the three vocalists of the Berlin-based hip-hop reggae dancehall formation Seed, and they are quite successful with their unusual but engaging blend. For over a year, Fox has also worked on a solo record on the side. Released in early November, the CD titled Stadtaffe features lyrics completely in German. In August, he gave us an early taste with Alles Neu. Critics and fans alike were enthusiastic about Peter Fox and were looking forward to the album. Fox is currently on a big tour throughout Germany to promote Stadtaffe. The response is overwhelming, many concert halls are already sold out. You can find Peter Fox on YouTube and MySpace for more details and sounds. Ich verbrenn mein Studio, schnupfe die Asche wie Koks. Ich erschlag meinen Goldfisch, vergrab ihn im Hof. Ich jag meine Bude hoch, alles was ich hab, lass ich los. Uh, mein altes Leben schmeckt wie ein labriger Toast. Brat mir ein Prachtsteak, Peter kocht jetzt feinstes Fleisch. Bin das Update, Peter Fox 1.1. Ich will abschaken, feiern, doch mein Teich ist zu klein. Wir wechseln neue Reihe, weißer wie beim Frankfurt has traditionally been a hotspot for techno music. Just think of the airport club under Frankfurt's International Airport or world-renowned DJs such as Sven Feid who put Frankfurt on the International Electronica map. Butch represents the new generation of DJs who come from the city. The German-Turkish musician has crafted his own style, blending techno, minimal and neo-trance. The result has received a great response from all over Europe. Currently, Butch is cruising all over Germany to promote his latest release, Papillon, which was released on one of the driving forces in the field, the Munich-based label Great Stuff Records. Cologne is one of the big music cities in Germany and it has been this way for a long time. Bands like Bob and Purple Schulz and of course the Cologne jazz and electronica music scene have put the Dome City in the international spotlight. Also from Cologne, Klee has been around for quite a while, first named Rally and since 2002 as Klee. Their latest album is called Berge Versetzen – Moving Mountains. And this album is a new high point in the band's history. The response was outstanding, critics and fans alike just loved the new songs. No wonder that their recent tour was a huge success. Rammstein is probably one of the most successful, famous and inspiring bands from Germany. For a long time fans were looking for a sign from the band that they were working on a new album. In a Radio Goethe interview back in December last year, guitarist Paul Landers promised that the album would be finished this year. Now it seems Rammstein is on track. They recently arrived in the San Francisco Bay Area to record their new songs. And it is said that the upcoming album will be loud and hard again.
That was today's Radio Goethe magazine. For questions and comments, please find us online at radiogoethe.org, where you also can subscribe to our free podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Arndt Peltner. Hello. We have another lesson in making music for you. Today, songwriting. Lesson 1. Intro. Lesson 2. Strophe. Lesson 3. Bridge. Lesson 4. Refrain. Lesson 5. Solo. Lesson 6. Dramatic Climax. Lesson 7. Hubschrauber. And now, to complete the song, please combine each part with another part. <laughs>